welcome. Happy Tuesday, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the physical delivery of wealth insurance, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, gold and silver. It is what we do. Uh, we do it better than anybody. Uh, the website at allamericangold.com, and, and I hope you got power. Woo, wow, what a storm last night. It hasn't, uh, it's been a while. We had a major uh, monsoon storm uh, come through the valley last night. Big time wind. The wind, wind more than the rain. 50 mile an hour wind. Yeah. What they said. Okay, I mean, seriously. Everybody's pool's a disaster. Horrible. (laughs) I mean, the wind was so strong, it literally pulled out the... um, Your creepy crawler? Yeah, the hose from my Polaris out of the wall. Out of the wall. Well, our patio furniture Uh, ended up in our pool. Oh, see, here's the thing. Last night I was kind of sitting outside just kind of going, oh, my God, and all of a sudden... My lounge chair started moving toward the pool. <laughs> I was, oh my gosh! So I re- you're watching it like a ghost. I was like, uh oh, and I I pulled everything in on, underneath our patio. And we have, you know, it, these aren't plastic chairs; these were metal chairs. I mean, I was shocked yeah. that they ended up in there. Yeah, but they went. Well, remember that metal sculpture you gave me? It's yeah. Very heavy. Yes. Okay, it fell over. No kidding. It was wedged into the ground. It's, it's like a, a guy, an old, old Western guy, with, you know, in metal. And I, I couldn't pick it up. It's so heavy. It just went boink. It just fell over. Well, that was Wendy. She wanted to tell you about her pool. She was very and upset. The, and the pool is horrible. I'm glad my husband's coming home today. So the the, the, the power wasn't out where I live. I don't no. know. No, me, ne, you neither? No, no, okay. no, no power out. But um, Nasty muggy, though. I'll tell you right now. We, I don't like it. No, it's icky, it's muggy, it's draining. But I, I, have, I have to tell you one thing. So my friend called me last night, and she said, I'm sending you a picture. Her 10 by 10 shed that was fully loaded got picked up and landed in her neighbor's backyard. That's how strong the winds were. And we don't get the, you know, no, we, we, we get some rain, some flash right. floods, but, you know, we don't get, like, the earthquakes right. and the volcanoes and the hurricanes right. and the this and the that. And and this, is, this is like a big deal. Right. It's like people in Colorado going, man, we had 20 inches. Of right. Snow. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Same thing. Same right. thing. You know? But for us, it was, it really, yeah. it did rain. And, and some places yeah. it rained a lot, uh, but. I but I didn't get that much. We have a decent amount, but it was the wind. The wind was the biggest part. I was surprised actually driving into work today. I, I expected to see a, to to have seen a lot more down stuff. There's still plenty like that. The parking lots a mess and all that, but I didn't see as many trees down oh, as I thought. I did. Did you? Yes. Yeah. Coming into work because I don't. Because you the go the back way. I go the back yeah. way. I don't take the freeway. And uh, yeah, there were trees down everywhere, like big trees, just fell over. Yeah, well, none of the trees here, let's face it, the, the roots yeah. don't get that deep. So. No, that's true. But, uh, but anyway, listen, anyway, we love rain here, so we had a great right. rain. Happy yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you right now, uh, my household is it's going to be tough. You know, our our youngest one starts high school, uh, starts the sophomore year of high school next week, right? The, I think Monday or Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. Our older son leaves for college right next right. week. 
next week. And, and I'm sure Boo is going, oh, boy. I get well, Boo's already on. getting ready to move I into get, his brother's I room. And, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And, and my wife, you know. It's hard. It's, I'm sure it's hard for you guys. Making this list of all the stuff that, you know, it's just, let's face it. Let's just call it what it is. It's going to cost a bunch of money. True. I mean, that's really all you need, this and this and that for his room, blah, 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 blah. And, and it's in Chicago, so now he needs, you know, a whole different wardrobe that we don't own. Because it's going to snow there. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Yes. Um, but we are feeling very sentimental. Uh, and we're trying to do, you know, the what I'll call the old school family dinner. Like at my house, dinner was at 6. Yes. Period. Right. And that was... So you, you got home from school or you're on break. It doesn't matter. Any any day of the week, your butt was due into the house before 6 o'clock. Right. So you could have Because you're going to have dinner. And every mom, dad, my, me, my three brothers, we ate at 6 o'clock. Life's different now. Right? We didn't have club sports when I grew up. When I grew up, you just didn't. Right, you didn't, you know, you played basketball and basketball season, football and football season, and baseball and baseball season, and and family dinner in Arizona. It's you, always somebody's got something right here, there. So my wife made this big deal of uh, the last several nights. Now we've had family dinner. Matter of fact, we had dinner the other night in the what I'll call the dining room table that we only eat at at like Christmas and special, special occasions right, and we had right. we had fondue not the cheese fondue but we had the where you had the my wife cut up the chicken and steak and you had broccoli and cauliflower and bok choy and you had the pot you put it on the skewers and you did all that stuff we we busted out monopoly I mean this is what's going on at my house right now my wife is trying to pack in you know all of the old school memories. So every every day this week, I can just see my old, my kids are like looking at me, and I'm like, dude, you got to go with it, man. That's right. You got to go with He's it. Your mom, right? Yeah. Your brother's leaving, and this is what's going on. And I, you know what? I don't know. Maybe it's clue denied. I mean, connect four. I don't know, but something's going. On. I will say this: I was defeated in Monopoly. And I wasn't happy about it. And I got my my wife actually won. She never wins. <laughs> And and I'll say this: we didn't let her win on purpose either. I just got unlucky. I had bad rules. So anyway, that's what's going on in our neck of the woods. We'll get back with new deficit projections when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow's up today. Gold's up today. Uh, news that uh, China and the United States are going to talk again. Uh, about trade and all this stuff and quite honestly none of that news really matters there's a a major announcement now coming out of the treasury department and and we need to talk about the bond market in general we need to talk about uh, the bank of japan today uh, as well Uh, and they're all tied together and you know i'm a big supporter I, I like what uh, the president has done. Uh, you know, I believe in that we've been getting ripped off on trade. I, I, I believe uh, that our immigration policy needs to to change and and you know build the wall and change the policy. Do I I I just believe that. And, and whether you do or don't, everybody has an opinion, right? 
But I will say this. I'm getting concerned. You know, it used to be when you were a Republican, you were a fiscal conservative. And you believed in, and I always have, right, balance the budget, less government, not more. If you really want the economy to grow, get government out. And and quite honestly, the tax cut, unfortunately, it's a flash in the pan. I think what has worked was cutting those regulations. I think that's probably done more good than anything. But now, every 90 days, the Treasury announces how much debt they need to sell over the next 90 days. And then they also say, and really they say the next 180 days really is what they do. And for most of my time here, you didn't really pay attention. It never really changed too much. I mean, when the deficit started running, it changed a little bit. Now... You have to watch it all the time. These numbers came out yesterday. In the final quarter, so remember the government's fiscal year is different than the calendar year. Okay, The fiscal year start, starts October 1st and ends on the last day of September, which is, you know, the July, August, September quarter. The Treasury announced yesterday that the federal government's going to need to borrow $329 billion in the quarter. Of course, you know, you start thinking about, okay, three months. You know, you, I know we all went to, you know, to public school, but, you know, that's about $110 billion a month. You know, you do the old times 12-er. And uh, all of a sudden, you get to, wait a minute, that's $1.3 trillion. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's not enough. But anyway, they're going to borrow three twenty nine. That's what they think. Barring any form of disaster. That is the highest third quarter borrowing since the record deficit budget year of 2010. However, they weren't done. By the way, just to put that in perspective, that's 74% more than this quarter a year ago. So again, right, I start looking at this growth, and I'm like, wait a minute, we, we're going to borrow, you know, we essentially from $189 billion to $329 billion, and we're going to borrow all that much more money, and this is all we got for one was all we got? On top of, not only did we borrow all that money, right, we had the tax cut, right? I mean, we had a bunch of, we had the soybean, right? I mean, we had a lot of help to get to four one. This isn't the, the worst part, though, because they also, uh, and just, to, I guess, to put it in perspective, 90 days ago, they said that they were only going to have to borrow somewhere around $200 billion. Now the number's $329 billion. But then they told us in the fourth quarter, and this is where things, and, and I don't want to be an I told you so guy, but I told you, 
This is just the beginning. And I know everybody wants to pay attention to, to oh, yeah, it's great, and we got a bunch of cheerleading going on, and I'm going to tell you right now, you all know, you cannot have prosperity from a printing press. It doesn't work. You can get it for a little bit. But they also said that in the following quarter, so the first quarter of 2019, not $329 billion. Nope. The government says in that quarter they're going to have to borrow $440 billion. Okay, so you now, now, now you start, you know, you're doing math again, right? And you're like, oh, my God, that's almost $150 billion a month. Uh, you do $0.7 trillion. Right? You're starting to get the picture. So... According to the Trump administration, they now expect the 2018 budget deficit to exceed $900 billion. Again, I told you that was going to be the number. Somewhere between 900 and a trillion dollars was going to be the number. Last year, we ran a deficit of $665 billion dollars. This year, I'm going to keep it simple. I don't know what the number is going to be exactly, but let's just say it's 955, okay? We didn't quite get to the trillion this year. And by the way, that's the small number. For the year, the Treasury thinks it's going to have to borrow $1.33 trillion, and I'll tell you right now, that's not true. They're going to borrow more than that. They'll be close. Uh, my guess will be somewhere around $1.4 trillion is going to be the actual 2018 number. They'll come in and tell us $950 billion, something like that. That will be the lowest number we're going to see uh, maybe ever. I don't know. Until the money changes, until something changes. There, there's no relief in sight from here. They say that they're going to, the small number will exceed $1.1 trillion in 2019. And, of course, I don't know if you saw, now they're talking about uh, more tax cuts, right? The And this one would be only for the wealthy people uh, on the... Uh, capital gains tax that that's a hundred billion dollars uh, there I don't know the Wall Street Journal reports that's one of the tax cut things right the president I'm all for cutting tax I want to cut them all I'd be okay with the business tax even though I've told you I didn't agree with it what are we cutting what are we getting rid of We cannot sit there, right? You can't spend records amounts on defense, records amounts on Medicare, records amounts on Social Security, records amounts on all of these, and, and, and be fiscally responsible. It's going to lead to, it's not going to, it's not going to lead to economic salvation. Just the opposite. The Congressional Budget Office now says that the administration's new forecast added $17 billion uh, to its de uh, the deficit estimate for the end of the year, 
right? So, so the number keeps getting bigger, right? Ah, well, here's another seventeen billion. Here's another twenty billion. Uh, we're at eight nineteen. So the the last the last time they estimated ninety days ago, and and here's where the numbers get weird. Yes, they added seventeen billion to one number, but ninety days ago. They said the deficit for this year was only going to be 793, $793 billion. Now they're saying $900 billion. I mean, I'm doing math. That's a lot more than $17 billion, but semantics. The projections over the next 10 years. Okay, so when the – so you got two different reports. You've got one from the Treasury. This is how much money we're going to need to borrow over the next six months. And really, we're already one month into it, okay, right? Because July's over, right? The, today, Today's it. Today's the last day. And they, they came out with, with $770 billion in the last six months. That's how much, and again, to keep that in percent, that's how much debt the Treasury is going to have to sell. I'm going to tell you, that's actually going to be, I, I, I'm just being conservative. It's going to be a little higher than that. Uh, Eight-something probably is my guess, somewhere around maybe 850. I'm hoping it stays below 900 billion. It's going to be close. We could very, very easily if if the economy slows, we could see a two trillion dollar number next year, big number, right? They're already saying the little number is one point one. The last time, oh, so so I'm sorry, that's one number. That's the treasury. That's how much we need to borrow, and they're they're adding uh, dollars to the auction, right? Uh, all right, the the two year auction, we're going to add a billion. Three year auction, we're add a billion. Five year, we're add a billion. Every week, right, they just add billions to the size of these auctions. The Office of, of, of Budget, the Congressional Budget Office, the CBO, whatever you want to call it, they do 10-year projections. This report comes out twice a year. It happened to this time come out at the same time as the Treasury's report. In one, in what, six months. Okay, so go back to, you know, end of January. The CBO has now tacked on another $1.1 trillion of debt over the next 10 years. Guess what? Six months from now, they're going to add another $1.1 trillion, another $1.1 trillion, right? This is how they're going to do it. They are now saying that they're going to run budget deficits exceeding $1.1 trillion for four straight years in a row. That's what the, they're up to admitting that, right? They, they don't want to go any farther than that. They say, well, you know, and then after that, it'll get better. No, it won't. The last time the federal government ran a deficit of a trillion dollars or more for four straight years, well, really the only times, uh, 09 through 2012. There's no financial crisis. There's no war in Iraq or Afghanistan, right? This is, quote, unquote, the good time, right? If, if, 
If we want to believe that we're in this great economic revival here, GDP hit 4%, 4.1%, and yet we're going to have new all-time record highs. This is by far the largest peacetime high. Says that the tre- the Treasury's new borrowing projections, talking about the government uh, having to borrow $440 billion in the fourth quarter, right, which would be the first quarter of 2019. Uh, that's an increase of $189 billion, right, from the year before. You, you see the math. And now I've got to start to question where are we really heading? Right, and everybody out there, nobody wants to talk about it. Shh. If we don't tell people, maybe they won't notice. Essentially, if we only ran a budget deficit the same as we did last year, there'd be no economic growth. They'd take it all away. That 4.1 would be nothing. Patriot Radio News Hour. Now the question is. Who's going to buy it, and how are we going to pay for it? We're going to talk about that next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a constitutional attorney, champion of grassroots conservatism, and author of 27 books, including The Flip Side of Feminism, A Choice, Not an Echo, Who Killed the American Family, and How the Republican Party Became Pro-Life. Upholding the legacy of Mrs. Schlafly and himself an author, national speaker, and attorney, Here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The slippery slope of leftist policy seems to have turned into a freefall. As LGBT advocates try to make all public restrooms open to people of either sex, one school in Indiana is trying to control what teachers say by forcing them to support students that identify as the other gender. At Brownsburg High School in Brownsburg, Indiana, John Klug was an orchestra teacher loved by both students and faculty. However, as soon as the school district adopted a new policy directing teachers that they had to use the preferred name and pronoun of transgender students, Mr. Klug was told that he had to either comply or resign. He chose to resign. Klug made no bones about why he was quitting. He said, I'm being compelled to encourage students in what I believe is something that's a dangerous lifestyle. I'm fine to teach students with other beliefs, but the fact that teachers are being compelled to speak a certain way is the scary thing. Klug has pled with the school district to reverse its policies because he finds that they openly squash the First Amendment rights of its teachers. But so far, Klug's pleas have fallen on deaf ears. This kind of discrimination should not be happening on the campuses of our public schools. While there are certainly limits on how much teachers can say from the bully pulpit of their classrooms, forcing them to accept transgender students' choices is going a step too far. There is a lot of scientific research which points to the fact that encouraging young people into the transgender lifestyle is detrimental to both their physical and mental health. That is why the American College of Pediatricians said that allowing children to transition from one gender to another is tantamount to child abuse. Clearly, the debate on the question of transgenderism is far from over. In the meantime, schools should not be allowed to force teachers to take a side on the issue. Teachers that care about their students should be allowed to look at the scientific reality that transgenderism hurts children. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Political correctness is no longer simply about restricting speech. This tool for tyranny has led to employees being fired 
pastors silenced, small businesses closed, and truth suppressed. Thankfully, the politically correct can't censor the work at phyllisschlafly.com. Join us, won't you, at phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. I guess uh, what happened? Larry Kudlow told us the deficits were going down rapidly. 10% would be big. 20% would be huge. 30% you'd think, that's ridiculous. The budget is, the deficit is going to rise 50%. Well, pretty close, just under. The problem is, guess what? The first quarter of 2019, right? We're already looking at a number. There's, they're, they're already saying 440. So if they're admitting to 440, right? We kind of already know, right? We're okay. That means really five something in one quarter. What do you really think is happening here? I, I know, right? You all thought that somehow we could all get away with working crappy part-time jobs, right? Oh, that's so great. All the jobs are everywhere. Everybody's making money. Just look, we got these reports now that say that it's true. Did you see the revisions they made every five years, apparently, they make these revisions to all of the GDP, all of their numbers. And here's what's laughable about these quote-unquote revisions and, and why you need uh, to be very skeptical of what these people are telling you. Because, listen, they're, they're essentially bovine specialists. That's what they are. They're selling you a load of crap, and you can believe it if you want to. Really, the only ones that believe it are the ones that, hey, I got lucky and it didn't happen to me. And, and really, it's very, very simple. 40 years ago, 30 years ago, there was no computers, right, doing functions, right? They, in order to calculate, you had somebody with a calculator, right? And you had to do it by hand. Right? Excel did not exist. Right? And somebody was data entering all this. We got computers now. Right? They can do, I don't even know, right? A billion transactions a second. Right? There's no need for them to have, well, you know, we got to review. Right? All they do is what they massage it and they manipulate the numbers. And, and one of the, the, the big lies that came out with this time was, oh, the savings rate is not as bad as what we said. And I'm like, really? But nobody has any money. And then, of course, when I dug into it, uh, what, what happened was the really rich people got richer than they thought. <laughs> the uh, the actual problem, and let me let me give it to you. And this is the part that drives me and just drives me insane. So they came out last week and said uh, GDP is four point one. Granted, we blew up the budget deficit to get it, and we we gave a lot of tax breaks, and and we had uh, a soybean thing. And, and so, listen, it was better. 
it was. And like I said, I, I believe in a lot, but now I'm getting, I'm, this is getting to be very, very concerning because it's growing much, much faster than they were trying to lead you to believe. And they don't let out the information. They only give it to you a little bit at a time because they don't want to come out and tell you what's really going to happen. So they said that the savings rate was much higher than they thought, and then this one, this was out of the Guardian. The official unemployment rate had a remarkably low 3.8%, <laughs> which, you know, back in the old Fed Reserve models was almost impossible. But, you know, they got new models now. The Federal Reserve forecast that the unemployment rate could be as low as 3.5% by the end of the year. Don't know that that's going to happen, but let's hope it does. But the official rate hides the more troubling reality. Right, and this is what you've been. This is what we've been sold. We get these bogus, manipulated numbers that hide the actual reality. Legions of college grads, right? There's overqualified for their jobs. Growing number of contract workers with zero job security. Matter of fact. Contract workers by 2020 are going to be a third of the workforce. And essentially what that means is, hey, you can be working today and not working tomorrow, and you get nothing. That's what, I mean, that's, essentially, that's what it means, right? Companies don't have to pay your insurance. They don't have to pay payroll taxes. They don't have to pay all the other taxes, unemployment tax and this tax and workers' comp tax. They don't have to pay any of that. An army of part-time workers desperate for full-time jobs. The number now, almost 80% of Americans are now saying they live paycheck to paycheck. 80%. And I think, man, when did this happen? Blanketing all of this are stagnant wages and vanishing benefits, and that's really the biggest part. Right? This is why we have all this contract work. And you think about the government, it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and now you hear, we're hearing more and more. It's like a chorus, right? It started like two or three years ago, this universal basic income mumbo-jumbo, and now we hear it more and more and more and more every single day. Right? Bigger government, bigger government, bigger Right? We used to, you know, the government can't uh, give anybody anything without taking it from somebody else. Right? That was the old saying. Now they want to just take it from us all because all they're doing is racking up the debt. Right? They gave a bunch of rich people a tax cut and called it prosperity. When, unfortunately, the biggest piece of the tax cut went to companies that just bought back their own stock. I mean, that's just what they did. Frustrated. Frustrated. The typical American worker makes $44,000 a year. No more than the typical worker earned 40 years ago. 
Although the economy, think about what they say GDP is today versus 40 years ago. Right, and, and it's hard to understand, but that's a great way. Think about 40 years, we built everything here. Right? We polluted all the rivers, right? I mean, the uh, what was that river in Pittsburgh caught on fire? And, 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 and you know, we had the, the smokestacks that were booming. Where I grew up in Syracuse, right? The Onondaga Lake, the whole time I lived, no one could ever go in that lake because it was so polluted. Not that pollution was a good thing, but you get my point. We were building everything here then. That's how much they devalued the dollar to tell you that the GDP is $20 trillion. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Gold's up 5, 1227. Silver is up 8, 9 cents here, six fifteen dollars 60 cents. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, U.S. $10 liberties, okay? So these are the half ounces, these are the older ones, U.S. $10 liberties right now. Uh, They're normally $6.85 today and today only. U.S. $10 liberties, I'm going to take them down to $660 a piece uh, on U.S. $10 $10 Liberty Gold pieces, 660 Get ready. Telling you it's going to be a very interesting second half of the year. We've got two different dynamics at work, right? Did we see the best number? Right? Is 4.1 as good as it gets? I think it is. And, of course, I told you why. Right? Well, the tax cut part of it's kind of dying down, right? Because we saw what business did. They bought back stock records. We've never seen so much stock buybacking. We had the soybean thing, so it makes sense that that number is going to come out the next quarter, right? Hey, we bought a bunch ahead of time because of the tariffs this time around, uh, so we probably won't get that side of it, right? That should actually what end up being a, a negative on the next side of it. And then you, you've got the rest of it of just how strong is it? The whole rest of the world slowing down. What do you really think is happening? And then you start thinking about, just think what I just said today. That doesn't count all the debt we got to roll over. Right? We got to sell an additional $330 billion and an additional $440 billion on top of the seven, eight trillion that we got to roll over on top of all the debt that the Fed is trying to sell. Don't forget that. In the last seven working days, the Bank of Japan, the Central Bank of Japan, has had to intercede in their bond market three times because the rate was going above one tenth of a percent, right? And they want it to be zero. So they come out and say, we're buying all the bonds, right? All of them, right? To try to drive it down. Here's the problem. Who's going to buy our debt? Right? Who's coming, right? Russia's not coming. Think the Chinese are coming? Listen, China essentially hasn't added a single dollar, and it swings month to month, forget about month to month, but when you go over a 12-month period, China over the last five years 
is a net seller. Right? It was 1.3. They're down to 1.1 trillion dollars. They're not buying anymore. Now, really, when when I just told you in in 2018, which is going to end the last day of September, we will have borrowed 1.4 trillion dollars for the year on top of next year we're going to have to borrow I'm I'm hoping it's only 1.8 trillion I'm hoping on top of right don't forget the EU the EU they're slowing the amount of bonds they're buying, right? And of course, they're, they're in debt, so that means there's even more bonds to be bought, right? The Japanese Central Bank is trying to not buy them, right? But they can't, but they're trying, right? That was what caused all the grief. They're trying to say, you know what, maybe we're going to buy less, and that didn't work. The ECB, by this time next year, will not be buying any bonds, allegedly. We'll see. Hopefully. At the same time, we're going to have to sell record levels of debt. And you know what? I'm, I'm telling you right now, yep, I love him, but you know what? He's not a conservative at all. It doesn't work. What is going to be the ramification? The answer is we get poorer. That's what happens. Right, and we talk about, and you're hearing all the talk, and I hear it all, and I read it all about the division of the wealth, right, and how the wealth divide, the inequality of wealth is getting larger and larger. What means really, it's real simple. It means a, a, a very small group of people made a lot of money. Everybody else struggles to get by. I don't know, and I hope, I want to be wrong, but we are going to slow. Right? We're not going to be 4-1. And even even the Treasury Secretary, oh, you know, I think we can get 3% for four or five years. It's not 4%. And, of course, we know no, no one actually believes him, and I don't think he believes it himself. But think about going from 4% to 3%. Right, that's a 25% reduction in growth. And of course, for the 4-1 was a little fluffy, right? There was fluff in there. But by 28, by the end of this year, I don't even know that we'll be at 3 For us to be at three in the fourth quarter right there in Christmas, we would have had to have growth 4.7, 4.8, something like that, 4.9, you know, something close to five. It was barely four. How big is it going to get? Just think about the size of the changes that that they're making every 90 days. They're adding 50, 100, $150 billion every 90 days, more than what they said they were going to need 90 days earlier. Patriot Radio News Hour. 
Make sure you have your well protected. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two U.S. ten dollar Liberty six hundred and sixty. That's a twenty five dollar per coin saving. Can't do better than that at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Like I said, gold's up five, uh, silver's up as well as the Treasury Department and the CBO have now updated deficit numbers. And my simple question to all of you: Where are the cuts? Where are the, you want tax cuts? Where's the cuts in government? Right? We want the border wall. Where's the cuts? We we want fair trade. Where's the cuts in the government? Where are they? Right? I uh, all as we see is we want this and that. I don't see anywhere where we're cutting anything. And now all of a sudden we got we just see printing money like it's going out of style. Then we try to call it prosperity. <laughs> I mean, it works great, right? Think about this. Just think about yourself. And you, let, let's just say you had ten grand saved up, and let's just say you had twenty grand on a credit card that you hadn't used, and and you decided to go hog wild. And you went on vacation, you went to Vegas, you went to Hawaii, you bought a big screen TV, and you did all right, and you just spent all your money and put it all on the credit card. You know, it felt real good while you did it. Then you got to start paying the credit card bill. Then it doesn't start to feel so good anymore, and this is kind of where we're at, right? And here's the great part. We're going to raise rates. Yeah, we're the central banker. We didn't cause any of this problem, but we don't have the stock market overvalued and all the paper assets overvalued or the bond market completely distorted, and we're going to raise rates. Guess what that does? Not 5 or 10 or $20 billion. Not 50 or 60 or $100 billion. Right? You raise rates four times a year. You add a quarter of a trillion dollars to the debt. It may actually be more. I'm going to have to check my math because that's almost $22 trillion, Right? But this is all it does. At the same time, my, my opinion, because, again, right, they've screwed up all the data points. We don't know what anything really means anymore. The headline numbers... Or all fake and bogus. They're going to be raising, uh, not tomorrow, but they'll raise in September. They may raise again in December. Well, the economy is slowing. And it's going to cause big problems. And the worst part is it's just going to make the deficit numbers even worse. I'm afraid, I don't even want to see 90 days from now what the Treasury's going to say. I mean, borrowing is up. 56% in the fourth quarter, borrowing's up 70-some-odd percent in the third quarter from a year ago. That's not deficits going down rapidly. That's just being irresponsible. Of course, but I, I guess that's the game. Right? We're going to pretend that we don't have to pay for it. And then when the bill comes due, we'll worry about it then. 
Make sure you've got your wealth insurance in place before the bill is due. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.